so funny. Every time I tell people from America I'm from Canada, especially on stage, immediately, hey, how's it going, Harry? You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a war? There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. This is the Pro Shooting Masala Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode two of uh, Prosciutto Masala. Uh, welcome to our five listeners. Um, today, we're going to have a, a yeah, six listeners. Oh, my mom. My mom's probably one of them. We're going to grow that. Yeah, yeah. We're growing That's that. Right. We're taking that to the moon. Uh, mm-hmm. Today, we decided to do a little bit of a, f- a more fun episode. The last episode was uh, a little bit dense topic-wise, and with all the uh, depressing stuff happening in the world today we, we kind of thought we'd do something a little bit more lighter so you don't think black lives about... matter was funny bro no it, yeah yeah i can't comment on that <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm a white guy i gotta be careful what I'm saying. <laughs> you gotta be careful you're, you're a minority you can kind of get away with it more i, I gotta can. be careful I, can. You know? so, I know but um yeah we thought we'd talk a little bit about um superhero movies and kind of sci-fi uh, mm-hmm. movies and TV shows in the state of it, um, you know, whether in the theaters or Netflix on line. And uh, there's been some good movies. There's been some not so good movies. Um, P and I are very big Marvel DC fans. So we thought we would uh, have a conversation on kind of the future and current standing of uh, some of the Marvel DC sci-fi Star Wars uh, stuff going on in the media. So with that being said, P, the question I have for you is, what would you say is your top Marvel DC movie that you've seen in the past, say, three to five years? Marvel or DC? Either or. Either or. Either or. Either or. Yeah, okay. So, like, listen, actually, let me let me just say I'm a big Marvel guy just from my childhood reading Marvel comics predominantly. But, of course, I got to give it up for, you know, all the Batman movies – and because of that, I stay in the DC game. But in my opinion, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, Marvel has just created this universe, this ecosystem, you know, and they've kind of gone through phases that's just uncompared. It's right now the the pinnacle of comic book movies. So I'm a Marvel guy. I'd say, dude, I'd say I'd go with Iron Man 1. That's the movie that started okay. it out. That's, you know, that's just, that's the movie that started out the marvel cinematic universe right and it just anchored the whole series with one iconic character so that character of iron man itself with the acting and performance of robert downey jr i really think paved the way for um you know all the other marvel movies that came out after you guys put you're putting me on the spot here brother but i'd say i would i would have to go with that i'd have to go with iron man one that that's a good one that's a good one um i wasn't a big fan of this two and three um, yeah, they yeah. were okay. I mean, Rob, Robert Downey Jr. is like an amazing actor. And like now it's pretty much he's it, it's argued to say that he's like synonymous with Iron Man. Like it's almost I find in some of the even animated movies that Marvel is is doing. Uh, sure made, yeah. yeah, and they've almost made that uh, Tony Stark in the animated movies look more like Robert Downey Jr. Just as the same way they've made um, what's his name? Uh, Nick Fury in uh, on uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Sam Jackson yeah. and the comic books yeah. are making him look like Sam Jackson. Right. So it's interesting how a lot of these actors almost become synonymous with the character. Right. But the um, in, terms, yeah. in terms of a favorite, um, it, it's tough, man. I mean, for me, obviously I think we both would agree the Christopher Nolan uh, Batman series was, was amazing. But for me, that's kind of unfair to include that in, in the DC universe because it's not really part of the DCU. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The DCU started with what? I guess the Superman with the Henry Cavill Superman series. And then I think is it's what it's Ben Affleck's Batman. It's, it's Jason Momoa, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Batman versus Superman. I think so. It's funny to see. So I don't know in terms of a favorite, um, I got a bunch, man. I mean, um, I'm even going to take Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Marvel, man. Winter yep. Soldier was yep. probably one of my favorite movies. I would say, yeah, I, yeah. like now, I, I might even, ch- dude, I might even change my answer. Yeah, I might even no, say, no, I sure. might even see Winter Soldier was the first movie in the new Marvel Cinematic Universe that was kind of dark, yeah. kind of edgy, right? Yeah. It just took the character of 
of Captain America, which in the Marvel universe, he's the goody two shoes guy. You don't tend to yeah. root for him, right? Most yeah, people, yeah. it's always like, hey, you kind of like the guy with a little bit of a little bit of a shade of gray, right? Yeah. He's a little bit of anti-hero. But you know what? The way they they brought that story, the way they introduced the Winter Soldier, and, and you know the transition from Bucky to Winter Soldier. You know what, yeah. dude? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Winter Soldier is my Marvel movie. And sorry, I totally yeah. cut you off there, but I, I had to change my answer when I thought about it. No, no, that's a good answer. Survey says good answer. Hey, no, that was good. Um, the nice thing about Winter Soldier is that it almost it, it and Marvel's been very good at this. Sometimes they drop the ball, but for overall, they've been very good at this. Is that they focus on making first like a good movie and then incorporate mm. superheroes. Where I find a lot of DC, what they're trying to do is make it too much about superheroes and too cheesy. But then yep. they and then and then kind of give it like add in a good story later, right? It's so funny to see. Yep. I don't know if you've watched any of the animated movies. It's 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 the animate some of the animated movies, dude, are amazing. Like if you if you can yep. go online or Netflix, whatever, and watch, yep. for example, uh um Flashpoint Paradox, crazy movie, amazing movie. It's basically almost uh, I would argue to say that if you're under uh, 16 or maybe under like 15, you probably shouldn't watch it because there's a lot of gore, there's swearing, there's a little bit of sex. Oh, so they kind of made it. Yeah, they made oh, it shit. for like an older audience, like really good, right? Basically, the storyline of that is essentially for a lot of people that are listening, the five people that are listening that probably don't know, I'm going to tell you anyway, <laughs> is basically it's about that um, Flash, basically his his mother uh, gets murdered and he goes back in oh, time. Shit. Uh, to try and save her. But the problem is once he goes back in time and saves her, um, the the reality changes. So what happens is, uh, spoiler alert ahead for anybody who hasn't watched it, but oh, yeah. uh, the Justice League kind of changes. So what happens is Batman is no longer Bruce Wayne. Instead of Bruce dying, um, or sorry, instead of um, Bruce Wayne's parents dying, I think Thomas and Martha, uh, Bruce dies. And then Thomas Wayne, his father becomes a Batman, but he's like more of a, like a, a, a badass Batman that like kills people. And uh, he uses guns. And then yeah. Superman uh, actually was never even uh, found by, um, I think, uh, I forget his parents' name, but it wasn't found by the farmers. Um, it was found by the U.S. government, so they lock him away. And anyways, I won't go into detail, but really good movie. It basically just focuses on like an alternate universe. And yeah. there's rumors coming out that the, net, the Flash movie is going to be mm. loosely based on the Flashpoint Paradox kind of storyline. So if you want to kind of get an idea of what they're going to do with the Flash movie, go watch Flashpoint Paradox, and it'll give you kind of a good background um, to, to the Flash movie coming out. And kind of, it'll be cool to see yeah. the kind of differences, right? What they do with it. Yeah, I'm going to add that. That sounds like something to watch. I'm going to add that to the watch list. Shout out to Thomas and Martha Wayne, by the way. They held it down, held it down That's before it. Uh, they were brutally murdered. Time. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, listen, like what I think Marvel's done a great job to your point is they go they really go into the character behind each superhero, right? Yeah. And 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 then when they flesh that out within that within that character's franchise, that's what makes it so interesting when they, you know, when they introduce an Avengers, a new Avengers iteration or there's a, you know, Captain America Civil War where where they're all on screen because they kind of build up and they and they stay very very true and this is from a comic book nerd like yourself, since I was maybe seven years old, I've been kind of reading Spider-Man, Daredevil, Avengers. Like they stay so true to the characters and yeah. the characters are so rich, dude. This is what people like people get really dismissive of comic books. I don't think that's the case now. When I was growing up, the people were just very dismissive of comic books as a medium. Yeah. But I think now you're starting to understand that it's there's some there's some really gold plots. There's some really good characterization. And Marvel's done a really good job, especially with Iron Man, for example, where they talk about his, his past and they talk about, you know, his his addictions and just how like, you know, flamboyant and how arrogant he is and how he's mature matures over all those movies. Right. With like, maybe that you combine combine that with like that little bit of the innocence and naivete of, of captain America with also the arrogance and ego of like Dr. Strange, like all of these things is what for me made all those team ups, right. A little bit like the, which is a little boy's dream, right. You see, like you see all these characters in the, in all the Avengers movies. That's what made it su like substantial. It gave it some meat versus Listen, I, I really wanted the Justice League movie to work. I really did, but that it felt like they, they crammed pile of they, garbage. Right? They crammed. They just oh, crammed man. too many storylines. It's almost like they wanted to play catch up to Marvel. Yeah. They, like they saw what Marvel built and like, hey, we got to start introducing all these characters they have the license rights for, and they were going to be billion dollar franchises down the road. Let's just put push push this together. Versus Marvel, 
you know, they've, they've been building this up since 2008, 2009, slowly, right? And like every two, three years, you see the same character come back in another movie, another movie. So that's what I think, that's where I think, you know, I know like Zack Snyder and some of these guys are trying to redo the DC expanded universe and they should. And I really hope that, you know, when they come back with some of these movies and these storylines, they, they spend time with each character's background, with each character's personality, really flesh it out and then bring the team ups, right? Because we all want to see... Yeah. yeah, we all want to see Superman and Batman go toe to toe, you know, the, in the kryptonite suit and just like bash each other. Out. I want to see that as much yeah. as the next guy. But I also want to see a little bit. Give me a little bit of character. Give me a little bit of story. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I think honestly, like so DC, it's funny the the, super, the Man of Steel movie. I think that was Christopher Nolan. And then Batman versus Superman. I may be wrong. I think that was Christopher Nolan as well. Those were OK. I, I, I don't think they were amazing, but they were pretty good. I, I kind of enjoyed them. Um but then when the Justice League came out, I just was like, what is this garbage? They, 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 it's almost like a lot of the writers didn't, and, and, and this is the opposite with Marvel, uh, a lot of the writers for DC didn't really study the characters enough. Like they were having yeah. Batman doing things that is totally out of Batman character. For example, like in, in yeah. Justice League, he was telling all these stupid cheesy dokes or he'd get hurt and he'd be like, oh, that hurts. Like that's not mm. Batman, bro. Batman breaks a rib mm. and he'll, 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 he keeps fighting. He doesn't make stupid jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I just I was a little bit annoyed about uh, the writing of it. Um, mm. But it's so funny. Back to talking about like the animated movies. If you watch, dude, I, I encourage you like to watch two or three of the, the DC animated movies. The yeah. DC uh, writers that write the animated movies, dude, are amazing. They're, they're made for yeah. an older audience. Uh, they're really yeah. like uh, uh, build up the character development. And they're made for like the longtime fans uh, mm. versus the... Um, Marvel doesn't really come out with a lot of animated movies. Like all the ad, uh, really successful animated movies recently have been yeah. um, DC. I mean, uh, taken uh, into the Spider Verse aside, that was a great film as well. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I think a lot of the I don't know if it's pressure yeah. from the studio to do certain things or what, but I feel like they need to do a better job at um, bringing in people that are real Marvel D, uh, uh, DC fans that know the storyline that maybe grew up with some of these superheroes and not just random writers, you know? Well, I think, I think it's, I I agree with you. I think, I think it's, it's going to change. It's, it has been changing. You're starting to see fans, comic book fans who've always been very niche in the past, right? Like, you know, pre maybe the first couple of Marvel uh, cinematic universe movies, like the 2009 Iron Man. Um, You tend to see, you tend to have the people that, were comic book fans on kind of one hand and they would go to comic con and like follow these these releases and be very knowledgeable about the comic book storylines and then you had like the mass market audience and you know they would enjoy like for example toby Maguire's spider-man back in the day would enjoy like the x-men movies but you know they didn't really care about staying true to the material the source material right the introduction of characters in the proper way um and if you think back to like even the old the first x-men which we we all love but you think about how they wanted to change up the cost, like even something as basic as the costumes, because yeah. they just figured, hey, the average person couldn't imagine Wolverine in yellow and blue, right? And yeah, Cyclops yeah, yeah. blue and yellow. Like it's just like it had to be black, sexy leather, right? Yeah, Versus yeah. now you're starting to see with the introduction of the Marvel Universe, it's almost the other way around where the fans are actually driving this stuff, right? Like the fans yeah. are like writing to the studios, tweeting things. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're pretty much putting people in roles because of like the, the reception with people saying, hey, like this person would make a good so-and-so, right? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, but but I like I, I do want to check out some of those animated movies. I haven't seen one in a long Dude, time, but so I do good. know, so but good. I do, be, I, I totally believe that because I know like some of the older Batman comic books, like Batman Year One back in the day, like shout oh, out to yeah. Frank, Frank yeah. Miller, right? Like, you know, this kind of, this is kind of dark, this is dark material. Yeah. I remember reading it, like, I don't know, I was maybe 14, 15, yeah. like there was some dark, really, really dark material there, right? Um, and so I can see, I can totally see if the animated material stayed true to, uh, uh, some of these older comics, I could see the material being super, super dark and gritty. And I think like you're starting to see that's the kind of co- that's the kind of nature um, you're starting to see in some of these new adaptations of things. People are, people want a darker take. And some of these guys that wrote comic books back in the day are doing these movies now. Right. And they're, sometimes they're like Watchmen, for example. I don't yeah. know if you saw that, but like oh, oh, yeah, fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then now you're even the even the even the super movie the superhero movie esque type of show. Like I don't know if you've seen the boys on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, great, great. Funny. That's amazing. By the way, it, this is a Canada podcast. Shout out to Toronto holding it down. 
as yeah. the backdrop for, uh, I think it's New York City, but uh, that's filmed in Toronto. What yeah, a great yeah. show, dude. I do want to talk about I want to talk about the boys because that's another thing that's flipped the superhero the genre on its head and I I never I have to admit I didn't read the graphic novel I definitely need to get it I didn't either but yeah. but but, it, but amazing to see like you know over the last 10 15 years or so you're seeing like you know comic book movie after another just that's really what people go to the theaters for they just want to see superhero movies and it's now so mainstream that something like this for this to come out where, where they depict superheroes as, you know, maybe not the greatest guys. Right. And maybe like, Hey, in in a world with superheroes, could they fall victim to corporate greed and vanity um, and pride and all that stuff. Um, But what, that's an interesting narrative as well. Uh, Tell me, what did you, what, how did you like the, how did you like this last, have you watched both seasons? How did you like it? Yeah. So in regards to the boys, excellent show. Uh, It's really cool. Uh, being from Toronto or, or even a Canadian, just having visited Toronto, seeing a lot of the landmarks in there, like, Roy Thompson Hall. Roy Thompson and, and Hall. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool, right? Yeah. Uh, but but really good show, very well written. I think you're gonna start to see a lot more kind of this like um um anti-villain type shows and movies coming out. Like um it was already kind of like that with um what was another movie that they kind of did um an anti-villain? Um might, might have show. been the Watchmen, eh? Maybe, yeah, kind of like that, right? Like, kind of cool. Like, you're almost rooting for kind of yeah. like the not the bad guys, but they're they're kind of these heroes that have problems that aren't perfect, and it kind of makes them more relatable, right? And the 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 cool thing about the boys, and it's funny seeing like these different writers that are hired by these different corporations, because I think um, as much as I love DC comics and stuff, I, I think they're dropping the ball. And for for me, I, I kind of I don't know what happened. I think. Um, just taking a step back and looking at like the history of like uh, superhero movies over the last 10, 15 years, uh, yeah. really it's, it's only picked up like, like uh, severely in the last, like I'd say like five years, five, seven years. Uh, before yeah. that there was once in a while, there was a movie like the original Batman's with Michael Keaton. I think people could say those, those were great. Jack Nicholson, right. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Uh, timeless movie. Um, well, me, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> The most uh, Batman, uh, Batman uh, Forever. The the most. Oh no, that was Batman, not Batman Forever, was it? Batman Forever was uh, Val Kilmer. That's right. Val Kilmer. That was probably Val the most Kilmer. romantic of the Batmans. I like that one. I yeah. think so. I think this so. Wait, that was the one with Kiss uh, from Val- the Rose. On Rose. The oh yeah, there was Great a seal. Song. Seal did the soundtrack. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That was a low. That was low key. Low key. Solid. Solid oh, soundtrack, man. I, cr- I I I would listen to that soundtrack in my room and, and cry myself yeah. to sleep sometimes, man. It was a I'm very right. romantic uh, soundtrack. I might actually add that to my uh, playlist. Oh, great song. I might actually just see. They must have a Batman Forever playlist on Spotify. I'm going to add that. I think so. Um, Yeah, no, I, okay. So, so we, we got, we have Val Kilmer Batmans. We had, we had, we had the George Clooney Batman. Well, nobody's going to talk about that one though. That one we'll forget about, you know, that was like, you know what I you know, I got to say, dude, like, cause that was maybe, I don't know, maybe when I was 11 or 12, when that movie came out. And that's when I know you and I were Mr. probably playing with action Freeze. figures. Arnold was Mr. Mr. Freeze. That's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say the, the, they made, it was, it was kind of like at the time, I think it got like trashed, but I look back at the costumes. They're not, they're not bad, man. The costumes were creative. Jim Carrey was good, man. He played a great Riddler. Jim Carrey's good, but like the yeah. bat suit, dude, just going yeah. back to the bat suit, even the Robin, even the Robin costume looked good. The, yeah. the Robin costume was fire. Chris O'Donnell's costume. Anyways, yeah. Other than that, yeah, the plot was pretty pretty bad. I remember. I think I, I think one scene he pulls out a uh, credit card, bat credit card. Like they, then oh, they, they just started. Then cheesy, they started. Yeah. They get cheesy with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah but you time, right? But it's, it's interesting time. to see the evolution of superhero movies. Like for me, for example, like I think there's a lot we can learn from the old ones because I found. Okay, uh, with with certain movies excluded, I think for the most part, I remember in the '90s, man, there was some really good superhero movies. Like even uh, comparing them to now, I, I feel like in the '90s, obviously there's a few exceptions, but I can name a whole mm-hmm. bunch of movies that they focused a lot more. I feel like in the storyline and making just a cool movie, and yeah. uh, not so much like uh, with now. I feel a lot of the, um, especially DC, they're focused mm. on like how they can make sales and how they can sell toys, and and it, it it's it's almost like they're trying too hard to make it family friendly. Just make a good yeah. movie, you know. People are gonna like it, right? Like for me, yeah. For example, one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time, man, is uh, yeah. probably Blade One. That for me oh, was like ahead of its time. 
Blade One and Spawn. Answer. Like Blade, I know everybody Blade went, Two wasn't bad either, dude. Blade, no, no, Blade two One and Two. Blade One and Two were good. Number Blade Three two was a little good. bit, uh, but but Blade One and Two hundred percent. And even yeah. for me, like when everybody, I know everybody went crazy recently about um, you know Black Panther, and unfortunately, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, uh, great actor. Uh, I know everybody yeah. really loved that movie, and they went kind of crazy, saying, "Oh, it's the best, uh, you know, black superhero movie of all time." For me, yeah. like it was good, but for me, looking yeah. back to like Spawn Man, Michael John White, Shaft, maybe, freaking... <laughs> yeah, Shaft. <laughs> uh, but for me, Spawn yeah. and uh, yeah. Blade One and Two, man, were like I think ahead of its time. Like you go back and watch those movies now; they were yeah. good movies, right? So yeah. I feel you like know what? I didn't even think of Spawn, but Spawn, Spawn was black. Oh man, he's awesome. Spawn was a, bro- Spawn was a I, brother. I didn't. I didn't. I never realized that. Until I'm now. calling it right but, now. They're gonna. Yeah. I don't know. It might take a year, a couple years. They're gonna reboot. They should Spawn. reboot that. They, they should reboot that. Such who do you think character. should play Spawn now? Who would you? Who Ooh. would you put in Spawn? Ooh, good question. Who would you put in Spawn? Um, I'm trying to think. Michael B. Jordan. Although he was, he wasn't Black Panther. Michael B. Jordan, maybe. Maybe, maybe. You know what, man? There was rumors actually of him being a uh, Black Superman, which I think would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm trying to think who's like a because there's a there's a lot of like guys that would be fit that profile, but aren't they the right age? I would think. Right, Idris Elba maybe a little, Idris Elba maybe I don't know he. I, think, I, I can't know. remember who how young was Spawn was was Spawn young? I, I should look this up. I don't know actually. I don't know. Okay, well Spawn, yeah, I, Spawn is. Un- I'm so glad you brought up Spawn. I, I dude, oh, I need to go watch. I'm gonna go watch dude. the. The Dark Knight, um, the Dark Knight animated movies, the shows on Netflix. I'm going to rewatch Spawn, dude. That honestly, Spawn, the special effects in Spawn, I might be wrong, but it, it was I, I think pretty revolutionary for special effects at that time. Like, uh, there was no other movies that came out like then that had those cool special effects like that. Um, yeah, great movie, great movie. I think a lot of people forget about those those old movies, right? I think they need. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to reboot to to Blade again. Uh, I heard there's rumors of a Blade show. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, yeah. And then a, um, uh, I really love them to to redo Spawn because Spawn it, Spawn's a cool character. Yeah, Bl- Blade Two, if I remember correctly, was problem. I, I I actually think that was probably my favorite movie out of the series. And I think okay. I think you're right, Blade. I think Blade One was really good, but then Blade Two just took it to another level. I just yeah. remember the. Uh, the the fight scenes, you know how gritty they were, and then they just then 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 Blade Three was just a goose egg. They had to get in like they had to bring in Ryan Reynolds, Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Jessica Biel. I thought that was trash. You know what it is? They switched. Um, yeah. I think they switched the director or the writer, so it, it, happened, it felt yeah. a little bit different. You you could kind of tell from the first two. Yeah. Um, they had the same director or producer, and then they switched it, and that kind of is why I think it had a different feel. You got to have continuity, right? Like that's why yeah. I feel Marvel's done a good job because John Favreau's still part of that, like the story writing process, right? Like the guy who did the first movie to kick off that entire universe yeah. is still involved, right? And you have the same guys and girls that, and I've seen, I've seen some of the behind the scenes, how, how detailed they are. Like if you look at their like war rooms, they just have like posted notes everywhere about all the character details. Yeah. When did this character appear in the last, you know, the last movie to cross reference here. And they're just thinking, they're just really thinking through it. Which yeah. is the kind of detail I think, and the respect that comic books deserve, right? Like yeah. comic books have been around for generations before us, right? These characters have been so loved. Yeah, they've been like written about in different ways. But you got to stay true to the source material. Yeah. But but dude, like regardless of Marvel, DC, whichever studio, what I want to talk to you about, and we talked about the boys. What I want to talk to you about this idea of these things translating to TV, which is like you know, I think maybe even three or four years ago, you and I would just kind of scoff at that and be like, what? So you can't do a superhero movie justice on a TV show. But yeah. dude, I have to say like watching the Mandalorian this oh, year. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the Mandalorian season two, yeah. but it is cinematic, right? Yeah, it and was your, very good. Watching it in your basement, in your family room, on yeah. your big screen, on your flat screen. Oh man, I was blown away at how, how they could ad- adapt that, which is th- normally a theatrical cin- cinematic experience onto your TV. Dude, I, I gotta say, man, outside of the original Star Wars, the Mandalorian season two, I'm jumping, I'm jumping from Marvel and DC to right to Star Wars here. But I gotta say, that is the best piece of Star Wars material that's come out. I, dude, I don't. The, the, the last three movies that came out were just garbage. Dude, the Mandalorian season two 100%. comes in adds and adds so much to the series. Where, where you know, Star Wars, what is it now? 
three, four, four, five, six. So that was the original. What are we talking? About? I always get seven, so eight, nine. Talk, I think is the seven, uh, eight, the nine. One. They should yeah. just come, just release announcements. Say those movies don't count. Like just, just like, count them. <laughs> Sorry, guys, <laughs> we made a mistake. We made a mistake. Uh, we're gonna take like, these back. Kind of like yeah. Spider-Man three. It's all, almost like the <laughs> same person that wrote the new Star Wars movies is the same guy that did Spider-Man three. Like with 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 Toby uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, I okay, okay. it's it's so interesting to me with 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 uh, with, and I think Disney. It's weird to me because, for example, Mandalorian, uh, Rogue One, um, Rogue One, what else? Um, so, so, like even the animated movies, uh, or sorry, animated series for Star Wars, the Clone Wars and stuff. Great writing, really good. But then you have the the episode seventy to nine, which was complete garbage. I'm a Star Wars yeah. fan. They were yeah. friggin' garbage. You know Dude, I, mean? I almost preferred like Jar Jar Binks and like those first three. I, I I gotta say, like I know that we grew up during episode one, two, and three, right? Like, and that, and those th- those three get ripped up a lot with, um, you know, the, the 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 original Star Wars fans. They say the the prequels were were so bad. Hayden Christensen, you know that whole shit, right? You no, know, man, you I don't agree with that. I like that. I want to I, I, I want to talk about that in a second, yeah. but like, but I but I'm saying that because listen, as a Star Wars fan, I obviously was a lot um younger when the first three came out i wasn't alive for when the original came out neither were you but if you can sit back as a fan and compare you know the first three against the last three you can say that okay as shit as they were they still added to the star wars universe right there's like okay they talk about the jedi order what it was like before order 66 like this stuff is cool right when you talk about seven eight and nine they just recycled the god the same goddamn storyline right changed up some characters and it was a complete trash but but I do want to bring back because what I liked about Mandalorian uh, season two is that they weave in some characters that you saw in the Clone Wars, you saw in those other series. It just yeah. ties everything together, right? You see characters come through, they reference things that have happened. Um, I don't know, I don't know about you, man, but like the Mandalorian season two, outside of maybe Rogue One, you mentioned Rogue One, probably the best piece of Star Wars material in the last little while. Oh, great. Absolutely, man. That last episode, dude, when I saw the green lightsaber, I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. I, no, that's I knew, right. I knew who it was. I knew it. And it, you it, could, it was- that's, that's my point is that, like, you know, you just don't think that's going to happen. You don't think a, the major character in, like, this multi-billion dollar franchise is going to show up on a TV show. Right, yeah. it's partially that you know they're like, there's no way Luke Skywalker is going to come on the Mandalorian, right? Like yeah, you almost yeah, think yeah. that, but they did it, right? Like they damn did, and they did a fantastic job. But I think, dude, and like you know, we talked about COVID in the last episode a little bit, right? And this, if if this is the new reality, where even with a vaccine, we're talking about people not going to public places like they used to. Yeah. If theaters maybe like die down and aren't going to be like where where new content comes out, there's, we're talking about the best in comic book adaptation coming out on tv first yeah. coming out straight to your you know streaming service which is yeah. absolutely crazy i i made a prediction a while back and i'm gonna make it again here uh call me robster domus because i'm gonna i'm gonna lay some, <laughs> some predictions right now but robster i think, Domus, tell us yeah, tell us preach preach we might have to have a separate robster domus segment where i just uh, i just make predictions for the future Bitcoin to one million. That's a, one another prediction right there. Bitcoin but that's Bob. Conversation. Anyway, we an appearance by Bitcoin Boy Bob. <laughs> oh, this is gonna happen. But I think what's get what, what you're gonna see, um, and I said it like a couple of years ago, is especially now with COVID, I think it's gonna fast track it. Is where you already have now. Everybody's at home. Uh, everybody yeah. has streaming services. Everybody has a yeah. laptop. Uh, a lot of people now get Chromecast, where you can find stuff on the internet, cast it to your TV. And I yeah. think you're going to see the death of the theaters, man. I think there's going to be a few theaters left where you go and it's like a VIP experience and you really enjoy. But if I can stay home, now TVs are getting super cheap. You can get a 60-inch TV uh, for, for, for relatively inexpensive. Stay home, comfort your house, um, uh, you know, watch it, pause it whenever you want. Why are you going to go to the theaters and spend 50 bucks? You know? Yeah. So I think especially yeah. now with like the 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 rich and the poor divide getting even bigger and, and, and kind of like, there's almost like a, seeing a disappearing more so more so in the States, but in Canada as well of the middle class where people are pinching their pennies, you know, life's expensive, you know, uh, bills add up. So, you know, I think the movies are going to be a thing where it's not, you're not going to see dozens of theaters. You're already starting to see it, uh, scale back a little bit. Um, and I, I give kudos to Cineplex for kind of coming out with, uh, you know, rec room and stuff like that and trying to pivot a bit. So, you, you know, you kind of get people out a bit more, 
But I think um, you're going to have a couple theaters in each city. Uh, if that, that are like really VIP experiences, you go there for like, it's a whole evening where you go have dinner, play some video games, watch a movie, maybe have a glass of wine in the theater. And then a lot of these uh, smaller theaters, I think are, are going to disappear, man, because people, um, I, I know for me personally, and I think a lot of people are like this, just don't want to go spend that much money on, on when they can watch it at home. Yeah. Yeah. I love how, I love how deep you took it, by the way. We went from, we went from comic books to, uh, you know, <laughs> I thought you were almost going to go into 68-inch screen TVs for a second, but I'd sure, but but no, you're you're bang on, man. I think I think people are just going to want to stay at home. Um, the, the, you're not going to go. You're not going to go into the theaters to watch one of these big blockbuster comic book movies come out. Um, but that, I think what that what that means for TV though, it's great news for the fans. You're going to get some really sick shit on on your device, which you've never been yeah. able to dream up before, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So lots more to kind of watch out for in uh, in, in com- from comic book from a comic book perspective. But uh, I, I'm just just came off of watching binging Mandalorian season two. Um, I think the um, Scarlet Witch Vision series is coming out on Disney Plus too. Yeah, Wanda. I think that's kind of, Wanda Vision. Wanda, called, I think that looks Wanda a bit Vision. weird, but it looks interesting. Yeah, hopefully they do. So I know they kind of the nineteen. They had the nineteen sixties black and white sitcom vibe going on there. I, I, yeah. I kind of like that. If they take that into a d- different spin, that would be yeah. really cool. I and think then Winter Soldier. Have, um, you yeah, probably would say that Winter that's Soldier. The one, and, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's gonna be and that that's amazing. That those are pretty like two pretty big anchor characters in the Marvel expanded universe. That you know they just they, those two guys are like kind of like they're kind of like me and you. You know, like they're kind of yeah. ebony ivory. They're like they got they got a good relationship, chirp each other. I, I'm really looking forward to that. So lots of good lots of good TV to come out. Now, did you see back to the Mandalorian quickly? Did you stay and watch after the credits? Did you see what like the little teaser? I was did. Happening? I did. Do you want me to spoil them? Spoil it. Spoil it for oh, all. Okay, so they show they show Boba Fett and the um his uh, his, his 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 girl. I, I I don't know her name. You know what I'm talking about the the girl that was hanging out with him this, this season. Asian lady. Yeah, I forget her name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they clean up shop in uh, in some some cantina, and then Boba Fett just sits down on the throne. Man, literally kicks the guy out. And I think this is the guy. This is the guy from the Jabba the Hutt scene. Yeah. In in back in Return of the Jedi. So I think it's the same character. I think it's the same guy from 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 that that whole storyline. You, you think it's so the actual the actor? No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe. I can't. Like, it's a guy with a lot of um, prosthetics, right? Like, he's one of those prosthetic yeah. alien guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, uh, uh, this is a good one for a future episode. Reference: Who is that guy? Who is that character? And we should know this as Star Wars, Star Wars geeks. But I don't. But I just know he was familiar. Jabba yeah, the Hutt. Sure. And, no, the, just the, the the character. There's an alien, but there's an alien that that you probably saw in um, Return of the Jedi. Oh, like right? the like fat Bob guy that kind of looks like he's related he, he to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, he's like he's like a skinnier skinnier Jabba. So this guy sitting on the throne, and obviously um, Boba and his girl, homegirl, blaze in, and they just take out a bunch of guys. Boba Fett sits on the throne, so maybe this implies that he's now the OG. He's now running that place. Um, That's a pretty cool thing, man. They they give you these little nuggets. They give you these little nuggets for the fans, um, which is which I don't know if you saw the episode with um, the uh, the Jedi Ashoka with the two lightsabers. Super Dude, cool. that's like I've, I didn't really get into the Clone Wars. I didn't get into that series, but I understand like she's a pretty big character, like animated character from those from those uh, shows. Yeah. yeah. And they just first time they brought her on like live, live in one of these TV shows, movies with Rosario Dawson. So that was pretty cool. I love that scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Mandalorian season two, fantastic watch. I I can't wait to see what uh, what comes out next on on Amazon. I know there's yeah. some superhero stuff coming on Amazon too. Now, for Mandalorian, what do you think they're going to do? Maybe some predictions for for next season. Any any possible guesses of what they're going to do? Because I think they're they're going to do either one or two more. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't know, but I think they're probably going to be done with. As it's, it's going to break my heart, dude. Uh, Baby Yoda is going to be. I think that's going to be the end of that era. Um, and uh, by the way, this is a guy that I kind of. Um, my son was born um, when the Mandalorian kind of came out. Right, like a year ago, the first season. So I always, I always look at that show as really about fatherhood, like his relationship with Baby Yoda, Grogu, right? Yeah. And so, dude, I kind of, you know, I kind of tear up at the end, right? He's giving away his kid. I, I'm For putting sure. my kid in daycare right now, so there's a is actually really close parallel to what's going on in my life. Right? I think if, you should dress up I mean, uh, your son as uh, Grogu. As Grogu, and yeah, yeah. Away. And then you show up. No, even better, you show up to daycare 
with the Mandalorian helmet and you dress up the little guy as Grogu and you give it away. Yeah. And I think the teacher will understand what's happening. They will understand. And it's like, you know, it's like we're, we're wearing masks. Like, come on, it's it's a pandemic. It's going to exactly. be great. That's it's a great, great idea. That's I'm going to do that. Um, but back to, uh, back to this, right? Like, dude, that scene was fucking emotional, man. That okay. scene... That's for me, like maybe the scene where like I teared up a little. The last time that I, in, a, in a in a superhero movie, we should talk about this in a second. What's the saddest superhero movie scene that you can recall? For me, oh, it's wow. when Uncle Ben dies, man, with the Tobey Maguire, the original Spider Man. Right, that was that's good. Maybe number one, honestly, yeah, like yeah. crap on Tobey Maguire, but it, number one and even two were, were good, man. I, I enjoyed. Yeah, that. yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I think like back to to round out your question on on the Mandalorian uh, season three. I, so I think they'll probably take it away from the Grogu. Um, plot and I think there's more just solo missions with the Mandalorian maybe some team ups with the Jedi looks like they're bringing characters from some of the books that came out after the movies so yeah. this is pretty cool it's Thrawn Thrawn's a character they, they threw up okay. so this, this, I think I think it's I think you're going to see season 3 just more intense scenes right a little bit maybe a little bit more violent I think Grogu made it made it very wholesome because you know people that don't even appreciate or know Star Wars would look at Grogu and like oh this, this little guy's cute right uh, so I think I think we're we're gonna we're gonna look for a we're gonna see a, a darker, very darker season three. But back to your back to that point you brought up. Let me ask you this: What is the saddest superhero movie scene or show you've seen? What really made you cry? There's you, only a few movies space. that I've ever cried on, and uh, I'm ashamed to say that I I know them off by heart. So the the one mo- first right, movie hear. I ever cried to was. Yeah. Uh, Nothing superhero related, but it was Homeward Bound. Have you ever Homeward seen Homeward Bound? Bound? Is emotional. Come on, dude. You know, Homeward dude, Bound is the cats coming over the hill, and then the yeah. one dog, and then the golden yeah. retriever stuck. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. I, yeah. I remember where I was, dude. It's funny. I was like maybe eight years old, and yeah. or maybe a bit older. Maybe I was like 12, 13. And I remember yeah. we had a company coming over, and my cousins came upstairs, and I was like balling. And they're like, What yeah. are you crying about? I'm like, Shut up. Like, what are you crying about? And yeah. like I remember that that, that, that was, was that was the move back then too. Yeah. That, it that wasn't was cool. it wasn't cool for guys to cry back then. It like it is now. You like, know, you know I mean? now like emotional guys. You know now yeah. you would flaunt that. You would say openly, "Hey, I cried. I watched the Mandalorian. I cried." But no, <laughs> Homeward Bound's a good answer. Okay, so what what else is on the list? Superhero movie. Let me think about this for a sec. Um, what's a sad superhero? Come on, you, dude. You didn't you didn't fucking tear up when Uncle Ben died. That was a good one. It didn't make me cry, on, but but I, I, made, I, I sniffled a bit. I sniffled a bit. Um, I'm just trying to think. There's definitely been some. Um, I mostly, you know, I've been. Uh, I almost cried during Coco. You seen Coco? Coco? No. Is, uh, is, is this an uh, animated movie? Or? So, honestly, I understand when some people are like, "Oh, conspiracies and all this stuff." Coco for me is the most underrated Disney movie ever. Like, it never got any promotion. We won't get off to- off topic too much, but you got. Yeah, wait, isn't it a superhero movie? It's a Disney. No, it's not a superhero movie. It's no, a Disney, Disney, movie, okay, Disney okay, Pixar. Okay. But uh, Coco got no friggin' exposure. Like it's honestly, mm. go watch Coco, man. If you want to tear up, okay. uh, great movie. It's basically about this Mexican kid who loves music, but his family hates music because, like, uh, their grandfather like left their family alone uh, to go to pursue a cu- uh, career of music. Um, and anyways, it's, it's basically about the day, the day of the dead. And uh, this this uh, young kid, I forget his name. It might be Miguel, but he basically um, it goes through this journey, like falling in love with music. But really sad movie, really really good. Um, but back to superheroes. I'm trying to think, man. I'm trying to think superhero movies. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. Yeah, I, I I'm, I, I'm still gonna go with Spider Man one. That was good. That one, man. See, for me, oh, no, thing was probably. It's funny you say Spider-Man 1. I was probably even more so t- a little bit teary-eyed with Spider-Man 2. For me, you know what the scene that got me in Spider-Man 2 was, man? Is when he's holding up those that brick wall or whatever that's about to fall on Mary Jane. And like she finally sees that it's it's him for the first time with his mask off. And she like understands why he's been so missing and why he's like the, the relationship has been so strained and for me that was just like oh shit son you emotion. brought that out of that scene fuck man what, what, what were you taking cinema studies back then you know what i mean <laughs> it was sad because it's like you feel so bad for peter man he's just like trying to no, I mean, like, I, I, honestly i could talk now i can make that connection but like when that movie came out i don't know you were probably 14 you made that connection then 
Dude, I'm I'm ahead of my You're time. You're ahead of your time, dude. Yeah, You're man, talking to Robstradamus. Robstradamus, even yeah. back then, dude. Fuck. Yeah. No, okay. You know, well, that's a good answer, man. You went really deep there. I was that one for me. Now, now that you now that you made me yeah. think in the archives, that one for me. That scene, that man. I was one. like, I had to take a deep breath because I'm like, you know what, dude? I yeah. feel you. This guy's like trying to yeah, yeah. keep it all together, keep his relationship, save the city, and he doesn't want to yeah. tell her. And then she finally realizes it, and. uh He's just like I thought. I thought Spider Man Two was very well done. He just, I think he just yeah. says like, oh, you know, this is really heavy. Can you, can you kind of move? And uh, for me, that was that was a big scene. That was a big scene. That's fucking deep, man. You took that real, yeah, man. real, real deep. Um, yeah, I guess that. I guess that those are. I can't think of anything else. The last couple of movies to come out that I can think of, they're really cheesy. And uh, even even in the Avengers, when you know when Iron Man died, that that was supposed to be sad, right? Like that was supposed to be. The end of an era, yeah. right? It's like no, no more Robert Downey Jr. in the in that role, um, and like yeah, the death of like a really premier pinnacle character. But I don't know that one didn't do it for me. Like I, I, I was like okay, all right, I see what they're trying to do, trying to build that mood. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Avengers was good, definitely good. I, I wouldn't say it made me super like emotional, but uh, uh, all the Avengers I would say um, are were, were really well done. I just felt they got better and better. So. Um, which which actually makes me leads me into a next question. We're going to wrap it up soon because I know we're getting close to time. We want to keep it within an hour for you folks there because uh, you know we don't want uh, to lose your attention. But uh, what would you say Point. is uh, fa- favorite uh, favorite villain? Maybe like a character, you know, even like say villain just yeah. in the comic books, but then also actor that's played that villain. Favorite? Oh man, dude, that's another one. You're putting me on the spot here. I can't. I can't. I can. Let me think. Let me think probably have a good answer here huh you know dude i like this isn't my answer but i have to say josh brolin as thanos oh he, yeah he, he, he yeah. nailed it man you yeah. really nailed it yeah, yeah you kind of almost movie. for me there's a certain points in the movies i'm like you know what yeah. i kind of yeah. understand where the thanos is coming from like you kind of got to yeah, clean well, up <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like you know well you don't know how many times i work i want to pull a thanos man just go reset Sometimes you gotta reset. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, let me think. Let me think this through. Um, best villain. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't know if I could pick the best right now, but let, I'm just gonna think through. Right. Like, I, so I'd say Josh Brolin, fantastic job. Uh what else? What are we talking? About? Give me throw me throw some throw some names at me. Throw some super. So for me, maybe my mail will answer my own question to help you do some thinking. But for me, one of my favorite villains. Yeah. There's a bunch of good ones. Uh, one of my favorite villains is just from the comic books. Is is Zoom. I don't know if you watched a little bit of the Flash TV show, or, or for me, Flash is my favorite superhero. Um, yeah. But Zoom is a really cool character because he's really smart, and he's basically this uh, as fast as Flash, if not faster. So they did a really good job of doing Zoom in the in the uh, TV show, um, yeah. the DC TV show Flash. And actually, a lot of people don't know uh, that show was filmed in Vancouver. Um, keeping it uh, within our Canadian theme, got to shout out Vancouver, all my family out there. Uh, hopefully listen to the show but um i'm looking forward to the flash uh movie i'm hoping it's good because uh rumors are that they're basing it off flashpoint paradox uh, which is a very cool storyline and um, they might even actually have they were saying some of the other uh batmans from the other movies as like an alternate universe batman so michael keaton was saying Mm. might make a um might make a cameo as like uh playing thomas wayne as kind of like a little homage to the original Batman's right, which would be kind of cool. Um, but I, I wonder what they're going to do for a bad guy. But um, um, Gorilla Grodd would be cool, or I think uh, um, um, Zoom. I, I think if they did a Zoom character. But uh, in terms of the movies, villains. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to say Heath Ledger. He did an amazing job. I feel like you know that's kind of most people's go-to. He obviously is awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, you can't ignore that one. You can't ignore. Yeah, it. Even yeah. though I thought that, I, you know, dude, this is this is really, I, this is heresy for me to say this, but I, I kind of felt the Christopher Nolan movies were sometimes a little bit overrated, dude. Like between even the Joker and between Christian Bale's Batman, I know that's that's just like shocking for me to say that, but I I, I did at times felt like it was really a little bit pretentious. But anyways, I, I'll give you um, another one here. Is I don't know if you've seen the Daredevil uh, series on Netflix, a little bit. but. Yeah, the guy who plays the kingpin in that series, dude. That oh, like the, I, uh, Michael C. Hall? No, not Michael C. Hall. Sorry, no, Michael uh, C. Hall. That's excellent. You're no, talking about the guy I, from Green Mile, isn't that the guy who played? 
Uh, is he the know. Green Mile? Sorry, no, 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 no. That's, no, no, no. that's a Daredevil that's movie. The, that's by Ben Affleck. That's the Ben Affleck <laughs> yeah, uh, Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. But hang on, dude. It's going to bother me now. But, dude, this guy made – like, and I, I and again, like, I used to read Daredevil, the comics, all the time. Yeah, I used yeah. to read Spider-Man. This guy made that seem just, like, pop out of a comic page. Like, yeah, he, was, yeah, he yeah. just played this guy to a T – Ah, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Oh, I know, I know visually who he is, but uh, you know talking about, right? Yeah, think, yeah. He might be a paisan too. Maybe I think he's like a fat Italian guy. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that I would add. I know that's not a movie, but uh, I, I would add. I would, I would add that that portrayal of Kingpin as as like top notch. It was good. Yeah. What's this guy's name? Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. D'Onofrio or D'Onofrio? D'Onofrio. Um. Potato potato is not Danafrio, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this guy, this guy's, uh, this guy's a G. Yeah. This. Yeah. That, that's a solid. I, I mean, uh, yeah. That's that's my answer, dude. So what that's I want to talk about a bit bit about P is um, a little yeah. bit we've touched on. Um, you know, a lot of upcoming kind of superhero films. What's happening? Kind of a little bit. Uh, you know, with uh, some mm-hmm. of the series and whatnot. But I want to give a shout out to some of the kind of Canadian actors that are that are holding it down. Mm-hmm. Um, just like basketball, there's a lot of kind of athletes now and, and good talent coming from, from Toronto and Canada. Uh, we got a lot of good actors here too, man, that we got to be proud of. I mean, obviously, you know, it goes without saying Ryan Reynolds, you know, yeah. Deadpool. OG, yeah. Big, big. You got that, Keanu. That, that, Ryan Reynolds has three, right? He's got, he's got Deadpool. He's got Green Lantern. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. uh, he's got, he's got one more. Blade. He was also in Blade. Yes, yes, he was in Blade. Yeah, yeah, right. he's, a, he's got the. We won't trifecta. really talk about Green Lantern because that was a little bit like a. Oh, dude, that was you know, trash. Man. The greatest movie you know, ever. That but hey, you know, you, you know, you, you, you can't hit uh, every every film can't be a home run, right? That's so, right. You can't always hit dingers. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So Ryan Reynolds, you know, definitely big Canadian. Uh, Keanu, I don't know if you've seen the um, kind of considered a little bit of a superhero um, yeah. with with you know Neo and the Matrix and, yeah. and even. You know, um, John Wick, right? Kind of like that fantasy type action movie. You know, right? you know, you know, you know it's another one for Keanu? Uh, Const- Constantine. Oh, big one. Yes. Oh, it's yes. great. Under, underrated movie. I think it was a DC comic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. apparently, I was shocked my brother the other day, and apparently um, they are making a part two to that, which should be good. Oh, that was a great, great movie. Dude, you know what? When I was doing a bit of research for this, uh, I was surprised myself with some Canadian actors, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize Hayden, Hayden Christensen is uh, Canadian. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could have told you that. Yeah, I mean, dude, you know, he, I actually, because we grew up, like, we talked about stars. We grew up during that, those uh, those three movies. I, I don't like Hayden. Like, I know, I know a lot of these, like, older generations are like, oh, that's not Star Wars. And yeah. he, he got a lot of hate for like his, his portrayal of Anakin, but I kind of I, I can't be mad at it, man. Especially the episode two, between episode two and three, like him transforming, going to the dark side. I thought he did a pretty decent job. Yeah, man, me neither. You know what? Like everybody hates on those movies. I thought they were pretty darn good. Yeah. Um. I I I'm not the biggest Hayden fan. I think he you know he's not the best actor, but I think that role for him was really good, and I thought he yeah. did a did a pretty good job. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I thought you. he did a pretty um, good job. Um. Trying to think, what what else? Uh, what else, who else is there? Here? I'm just going down the, down the list. I I, uh, I brought up a whole bunch of people. Stephen Armel, uh, you know him and his uh, brother. I think Rob Arrow, Canadians. Yeah, yeah. Arrow, yeah, Arrow. yeah. On the CW. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got Kobe Smolders there from uh, what's yeah. her name? Um, she's from uh, How I Met Your Mother, but she's in Avengers too. She's Canadian. Did I tell you I met Kobe Smolders in real life? Did you? Dude, I met her at a um, so it was a, it was a work event. And she was a brand um, ambassador for something, and uh, like that was one of my first conversations with a celebrity. Like I know you, you've talked. I know you've talked to a lot of people. You've, I think you talked to Michael B. Jordan at a shawarma spot or something like that, dude. I, I had a little chat. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, they're all human, but I talked to her for maybe two minutes. Like I was at talking, you know, talking about Avengers and stuff like that. But then I just I got lost in her eyes, man. I kind of like she's a good looking girl. But not even like it was that like she was a good looking girl, but also she like it was just pure like oh sh- like shit you're you're like in on all the Avengers movies I'm obsessed with right like I just kind of went fanboy um, yeah, yeah yeah man that's that's one but yeah she's Canadian and I was uh, a similar kind of thing um, to to Michael B Jordan it was a funny situation I'll tell the story for for uh, for all the listeners but it was like three a.m. in a shawarma spot I think it was a uh, awesome. fat bastard or. Um, we have some for all the Americans listening. We have some 
two amazing, um, sorry, burrito joints here in Toronto. Uh, one's Fat Bastard Burrito. The other one is um, Burrito Boys. And I think it was Burrito Boys. And I was a little bit tipsy, you know, at the time. And, and it's 3 a.m. You're tired. You're not sure what you're seeing is, is actually what you're seeing. And I remember looking over my buddy and I'm like, dude, that guy looks a lot like Michael B. Jordan. And he's like, dude, he's like, it's 3 a.m. Just finish your freaking burrito and it's cool. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, dude, like, like, I know I'm a little bit sauced, but no, nah, man, I'm pretty sure. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go up and, and, and talk to this guy. Worst case scenario, he's going to tell me to get the hell out of his face. Right. So I go up to him. And uh, it was just weird because it was like, you know, the, the burrito joint was full and he was just kind of standing by himself talking to one other guy and there was tons of people around him and it was, it was weird. Like nobody was really talking to him. Right. So I went up to him and um, I said, Hey, Hey dude, are you uh, Michael B. Jordan? He said, uh, yeah. And dude, the guy was super nice. I talked Seems to him. Like a nice guy. Just by, just yeah, by what we're seconds. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly tall, actually. He's about like six foot two. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it doesn't really come across in the movies, but really nice guy. Yeah took a selfie with me and I said, Hey man, enjoy Toronto. And he was filming, um, black Panther at the time. Yeah. Um, he was Killmonger and, yep. uh, it's cool, man. Maybe realize that, you know what, man? Like it's, it's just, yeah, these celebrities, sometimes it's, it's tough cause you got get a little starstruck, but yeah. they're just people. They're just people you know, they have a mother, they have a father, yeah. they laugh, they cry. And it's like, you know, these, these, uh, uh so for me, I, 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 I maybe it'll change if I met like a, a really, you know, an athlete that I'm like super big fan of, but for yeah. me, I just kind of see a lot of them as like just kind of just regular people. Yeah, that, but that guy got that guy just got absolutely jacked for Creed. I don't know if you've seen him, man, but that guy like put in the work. Like, I, I I'm not a I'm not a you know any but any sense of the word like an expert in, in in the field, but I do I do box a little bit, and from what I hear, the guy like legit got punched in the face like training with his with his with his with his sparring partner like prep for them. You could tell that guy like put in put in work. For that movie, so like shout out to He's Creed. Creed is a great, He's great a movie. Athlete, yeah, he actually played actually a lot in. It's funny in high school uh, basketball. Funny enough, and he just kind of he, he got away. He talks a little bit about it in, in interviews sometimes, and he just kind of got a little bit away from it because. Uh, his father's name is actually Michael Jordan. So he's actually named after his father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. You can imagine growing up playing basketball, being Michael B. Jordan, having this yeah. this shadow over you and, and this yeah. expectation. So he kind of got away from that. And uh, But from my understanding, he's a pretty good baller. Yeah, actually, you know, I totally forgot about that. That's right. Like he's that, like he's become that defined of an actor. Like he's just respected for what he does now. Like that, I think that used to be funny when he first came out. It was like, ah, Michael Jordan, right? Like now you don't even think about that because like, he's already he's like Michael B. Jordan is like this exactly. guy, his body of work. So yeah, man, shout out exactly. to Michael. That he's a great guy. He's a, he seems like a stand up guy. Too bad he's not. Um, he's not. He's not Canadian, is he? He is not. He's not no, Canadian. Just, he's yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah, he, yeah. But Black Panther, the Canadian connection here. Black Panther was partially filmed in uh, Toronto, so yeah. that's kind of the Canadian connection there. Yeah, that's right. right? I, well, yeah. Actually, this is topical, man. Like the Captain Marvel. I know they just recast um, young South Asian lady. I think from Markham as well. So like first, first South Asian lead, um, South Asian lead in a, in a, in a Marvel movie. So that, so that shout out, I'm trying to find out her name now. Um, I think, I think, are you Iman. talking about Miss Marvel? What did I say? Captain Marvel. Yeah. Miss Marvel. 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 You know what? It, they're Ms. similar. Miss Marvel. Marvel, they're doing a, Ms. um, a, let me just look it up now. Miss Marvel, Marvel is Iman, Iman Villani. Um, yeah. From Markham. Shout out, shout out to Iman. Um, putting it down. Representing in in this, I think it's a show. It's not. It's not the movie, but it I think is. they're probably yeah, work yeah. her. They're gonna probably yeah. work her into the extended universe. So like that's huge. Um, another guy is also. Um, I don't know if you ever watched Kim's Convenience. I, I don't like. I don't watch it a lot, but I've seen a few episodes. The guy from Kim's Convenience, Simon Lou. You're talking about Simon Lou is. Um, uh, no. What, the blanking. golden rings or something. Dude, what, what is dude? And like this, I, I, I'm better than this, man. I, I would actually be Look able to up. tell you. Okay. Uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shang Chi uh, in the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, you bang on, man. You remember? So that's dude. That's amazing, man. Two, two, uh, two Canadians, two, two Ontarians. I think I think Simon's from. I, don't, I think he's from Toronto as well. And they're both lead roles in Marvel um, vehicles, but the, and they're both minorities. So that's pretty dude, crazy, man. Asian dude, now. Asian yeah, brother. I'm, kind of, South Asian I'm proud of the. Um, I'm proud of the fact that a lot of these studios now are starting to realize. Okay, like listen, we can't just have like a white male or a white female as yeah. the heroes all the time. Like, let's we have a a, a vastly diverse 
community, especially in these bigger city centers. And people want to see like uh, they want to see these minorities. And, 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 and I can imagine, you know, for, for, for people growing up, uh, how it would be to not see, you know, heroes and superheroes that look like you. And it's got to be tough. So I, I'm, you know, I, you, you could probably talk a little bit yeah, about man, that. I, about listen, man, I know you're going with this. I can only be allowed in so many times for Halloween, man. I was like, listen, I need another brown fucking superhero something character. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, right? Like, I mean, I, and, and, I mean, like, anything I did do, I would have to be like brown in front of it, right? Like, it was a like brown Batman, brown Superman, like, you know what I mean? So, like, it, it, no, it, it's key. Like, I've got it, son. I'm like glad that he's got, there's like, he can see himself. There's a brown Power Ranger dude I was watching the other day. Um, brown brown Power Ranger on, look, one of the latest one, Blue Ranger's brown now, like things into Rajiv or something like that. It's crazy. So anyways, it, it like, yeah, for sure. Like as a minority, as a guy with, a, you know, a, a, a kid now, I'm super happy about that. But then like, you know, if you just want to take out the, um, like the, the emotive stuff out of it for a second, like it's good for Marvel to do this too because like they're going to make more money. They're gonna sell more shit, right? They're gonna they're gonna expand their audience. So like, it's like you know, as much as I want to think it's like, hey, it's purely like for woke reasons. There's obviously a business agenda to it as well, and like rightly, like rightly so. Like they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna have more people now in Markham supporting Miss Marvel, right? Um, in the South Asian Dude, community, it just like, makes sense. From a, yeah. It just makes sense from a from a from a monetary perspective. Right. Like if I'm a producer, like in Toronto. And especially Miss Saga Brampton now, like I'm typically the minority visually. If you look at it, oh, right? There's are, more like Asian South Asian people. Yeah. So it's like, you know, why why not do that? It's just it just makes business sense, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice to see that. Like, kind of, I think a lot of the stigma behind oh, making a minority a superhero is 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 not going to look good. I think we're getting over that now, and it, it's kind of nice. It's it's obviously we still have a long way to go. Uh, I'm really looking forward to honestly a lot more even female superhero uh, um, lead role films like Wonder Woman, um, you know, Captain Marvel. Yo, Captain uh, Marvel was, dude, like Captain Marvel for me, like they really did well with that storyline. Like they need, like, you know, like they, they sometimes I feel like they try to force a strong female character, right? Like, you know, rightly or wrongly, sometimes it's picked up from an adaptation and there's very little you can do. Like, you know, Wonder Woman's backstory is Wonder Woman's backstory. You can't really, re- like, I feel like with Captain Marvel, they could have made that so cringe that movie but they actually made like uh, I, from my perspective right, as a male speaking like it seemed like hey this is a well-rounded strong female superhero and i know like i i do I, I like that i like the wonder woman movies too i feel the wonder woman movies for me feel a little bit forced right my perspective is like they're almost they're forced to make it like an empowerment thing but historically the character might not always have been rooted in those in those origins um but but captain marvel man like i'm glad that she's you know i love brie larson i'm glad i'm glad like they're keeping her as a staple character like well done they hit it out of the park with that one yeah i'm I'm looking forward man i think marvel is is um you know um is being led by Disney in the right way. Uh, I think Disney is screwing up Star Wars in, in another regard, but I think they're doing a really good job with Marvel. And I think if you look at the, the whole MCU and the next, they have like their plan for the next five years, apparently in TV shows and content. And dude, they're coming out with like a lot of cool, like like we just talked about, like kind of uh, different superheroes. Like you have like, you know, kind of the Asian superhero. You have the South Asian uh, superhero now. They got, uh, they're coming out with She-Hulk. Um, they're coming mm-hmm. out with all these different things, and I think it, it's smart. Uh, and I think you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of these TV shows transition into movies and potentially like franchise movies. Franchise, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm excited, man. Like I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed Marvel Captain Marvel two. Um, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. The second Wonder Woman uh, yeah. was, was okay, but yeah. uh, I, I like to see it. And I think the stigma is that oh, a lot of maybe guys won't like to go see a, a female superhero. That's bullshit that, though, man. Like you, that's yeah. stupid. Like you, if you give us a good plot, it's not forced, right? Like, you know, kind of just fits in that universe. We're going to see it, right? Like I'm not the kind of guy who I know people had like, you know, issues with uh, Ghostbusters movies, like oh, a recast with like, I, I'm, I, I get it when you're like, I, I really do get it when you have an emotional connection to a character and it's portrayed differently. You're, you're naturally going to react, maybe not so positively in support of it, but like, you know, like, I I'm willing to see 
good like good trade-offs of like historically male characters if they can make it work right that, that's been the thing like there's been some movies it's just so cringe but i think you're right i think it's such a it's such a fallacy to think that you know guys would be interested or you know you know guys would kind of write it off Def, definitely disagree um did I, I don't for for you and for the for our listeners that might be a spoiler alert but you are you up to speed on wandavision I'll, I'll, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just okay. watched some the other night. And, okay, so, so uh, spoiler it started alert. off the first couple spoiler episodes. Uh, yeah. yeah, spoiler alert spoiler for alert. anybody if you got, if you got, if you're not up to date, stop listening. But, um, dude, like bringing in the fucking X Men movies as a crossover excites me. Yeah, and actually, that's what yeah. I want to. We can take that a few different ways. Like, just want to see that you know, like Deadpool, etc., come into this universe. But I just want to say, put one thing out there. Bring it back to Canada here. Hugh Jackman will always be Wolverine, right? Like, let's. I'm not gonna uh, dis, like dispute that, but dude, if they're, iconic, if, yeah. if they're recasting Logan, they, they should put a Canadian actor in that. The, I think Canadian. so because doesn't uh, doesn't Wolverine have some Canadian, Canadian man. Uh, influence? Yeah, man. I don't think they say where he's from, but the guy lived mo- like a lot of his life in Canada. Like he's look got, this up. Where uh, is Wolverine from? from? Let me look this. Up. And then also, uh, really, you're too. right. Canada, the Canadian flag comes up right away. Yeah, I did not know that. Wolverine, bro. Wow, Wolverine. I knew he like him trained in like Alaska and kind of near Canada, but yeah, man, we need a Canadian actor then. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm telling you. So now that Matt, that now that Marvel acquired the rights, right for those for those uh, movies, I'm sure they're going to try to like rework the characters and bring it back in into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Marvel, if you guys are listening, you got to cast a Canadian a Canadian brother in that role. You know, or sister, man, or sister. Maybe you can make a you can make a female Wolverine if you do it right. Like weapon, uh, weapon twenty one or weapon. Uh, weapon 20, yeah, there was a weapon. Weapon twenty one or twenty two was like a, a female, right? Yeah, Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa, yeah. Laura, or something. Yeah, so I, I think what I heard is that they're all going to get recast, right? Like all the um, X Men characters, they're going to get recast when they come back into this universe. But I think they're obviously going to keep Deadpool because like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is killing it as Deadpool and he's, you can play him for a lot, many more movies. So Deadpool will be Deadpool played by Ryan Reynolds. But I think, and I think um, they're going to keep Quicksilver too. It looks like Quicksilver um, looks like he's going to be kept. Yeah. Right. Cause you saw the last Wanda vision episode, right? I did, man. Yeah. And that's, that's what, that's yeah, the yeah. spoiler. That's the spoiler alert um, for our listeners, but yeah, Quicksilver, uh, and I can't remember the the gentleman's name, but the guy who plays him in the last couple yeah, of X Men yeah. movies shows up. Big WTF movement movement moment. Sorry, um, but I think that's like it's it's exciting if you're a comic book fan. If if you're just a fan of Marvel comic books, like this whole studio bullshit where like Sony owned one part of it and like, Disney owned it, it, it was annoying, yeah. man. Like the fans just want to see like like we we're just saying, like the fans want to see these storylines adapted right in their purest form. And I think like even when they brought the Spider-Man here, like I like I love like we were saying, I love the Tobey Maguire movies, but it felt a little bit Marvel does a good job making them a little bit more comic booky. Like the Peter Parker, like the storyline's a little bit more like sure. just flat jump for me, right? It um, seems Sony, um uh, I don't understand all the rights with who has what, but from my understanding, Sony owns Spider-Man and X-Men. So they basically own those rights, and then occasionally they do partnerships with kind of like marvel where it's like in association with marvel so uh but i think like like what's happening i think you're starting to see it more is that um sony is going to start to basically partner war with marvel because they realize that they don't know what the hell they're doing like like friggin uh venom was terrible um you know there was a couple of the spider-mans that were good but i find they they try to play it too safe and they're not great at character development. I don't know if they just don't have the right writers or what they're doing, but yeah. Marvel is doing a, an amazing job. And like we talked about earlier uh, in the podcast is, is DC's got to step up their game because they're yeah. trying too hard to kind of rush character development all in one movie. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, I know in a couple of weeks, uh, the Snyder cut is coming oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I kind of have low expectations. I don't know how much more they can do. Uh, if they have so much uh, unused footage that they're going to make it like a totally different movie. Yeah. Uh, I just thought the writing in that movie was really bad. Uh, like we talked about kind of, you know, just character development was, wasn't really great. They tried to rush it, but uh, we're going to see. Actually, we should come back and talk about, we should both obviously both watch the Snyder Cut when it comes out. Um, maybe we should yeah. talk about that because I know they, they recast um, Jared Leto as a Joker. They filmed, they actually filmed new scenes. So it's not just like the recut, but they filmed. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. They filmed. I new, didn't know that. They film new content, um, so that I'm actually pretty stoked. And like the whole thing was that like Snyder never really got a chance to like 
you know, um, manifest his vision. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, so this is now like them saying like, Hey, this is like justice league could have been a better movie if he got his, some creative licenses. So they're giving it to him. So it's going to be on HBO max. We should definitely catch that at some point, some point, maybe we do a reaction video. Maybe, maybe, maybe for like, maybe. I, actually, you know There's what, that's some... a question to the fans, right? Like if you are to our listeners, if you guys want us to um, break down a movie or break down that movie, let us know. Rob and I will, we'll do it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, now I'm actually excited. I, st- I stopped thinking about that for a bit. I totally forgot that's coming out. So that's a must watch. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, uh, we're going to see, I, 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 when I saw Jared Leto in suicide squad, it's almost like I felt the analogy I can give is like, almost like when somebody like is about to give you dessert and then they give you like, like the tiniest little sample, like from Baskin Robbins. And then they're like, Oh, you're not going to get the full cone. It's like, <laughs> I just, I just try to sample. I want the full fucking cone. So with, with Jared Leto, it's like, I got a little sample, but he wasn't enough in the movie that I couldn't form a judgment. You know, well, I think I couldn't even tell if he was good or not. But, like, I I can, get a but see, I, I see, I know you're a Batman fan. Because like you know that's like that punk like Joker that's a that's a character that's a vibe like that's a character from like the comics and stuff but like a lot of people you know it's so used to like the deep you know the very like the like the the very deep kind of Jokers that have been played by like Heath Ledger and like Joaquin Phoenix like they kind of wrote it off like wrote that character off but like for the for the fan, real Batman fans you know like that whole neo goth punk Joker like I'm with you man I wish we got a little bit more of that but hey he's gonna be in the Snyder cut. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So I think we're almost out of time. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. We could, I know, uh, talk about this topic for hours, but, uh, you know, we got to kind of keep it concise, keep you guys hooked. Uh, any inquiries, any questions, uh, hit us up at prosciuttomasala at gmail.com. Um, and we appreciate everybody who's a subscriber or listener or yeah. uh, whatever. And uh, we love you for listening. We love you guys, and uh, we will see you next week.